the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following pre-recorded program is sponsored by We Know Medicare. Welcome to We Know Medicare, keeping you in the know on all things Medicare and providing you a wide range of options and valued advice for improving the quality of your health care and your life. Get unbiased direction along with valuable tips and tools for achieving the best health care plan available for both you and your loved ones. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy. It's We Know Medicare. And now, here's Dan Larry. Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the show. You know, uh, we hear in the news uh, lately that uh, Medicare, it's that political football that's always out there, and Social Security. Are we going to sunset it? Are we going to keep it going? Well, you know, there's lots of proposals out there on the table, but the one thing for certain is is that um, all of those folks that have been putting their hard-earned income into the taxes that pay for Social Security, pay for Medicare benefits, uh, certainly would be disappointed if something like that went away. And I'm not here to get on any political soapbox. Um, it's just pointing out the obvious that so many seniors depend on it, people that have um, been disabled two years or longer and all of those programs that help people get quality, affordable health care. You know, that's something that uh, we need and needs to keep moving forward. So uh, everybody just, you know, listen to the facts in the news and, and, uh, you know, steer clear of, of misinformation. Always have facts checked and verified. Anyway, with that, I wanted to uh, just again, you know, thank you for tuning in and listening to uh, We Know Medicare. And, you know, we're always here to help you. And we do have a a great website you can go to and get great information. And it's uh, simple. It's weknowmedicare.org. And there's a lot of stuff you can do on there and you can actually request consultations. You can look at some of our um, things that we've done research on. You can look at, at uh, a lot of resources that are out there as well. But the one thing that uh, really gets uh, isn't talked about a lot uh, is what happens if you lose your Medicare card or let's say, you know, your wallet or purse or, or something is stolen and, and it's lost, it's stolen, it's damaged. So if you uh, lose your red, white, and blue original Medicare card uh, <clears throat> and whether it's lost or stolen and you can know, or let's say, you know, it's gone through the uh, uh, washer and you can't use it anymore because it's too faded or damaged, you can replace it and you just simply have to call um, 1-800-MEDICARE. And and that number really is 1-800-633-4227. Again, that's 633-4227. Now you can also order a or print a replacement card by logging into your mymedicare.gov account. 
And if you get uh, Medicare health or drug benefits from a Medicare Advantage plan, such as an HMO or a PPO or a PDP plan, prescription drug plan, uh, call the plan to get your card replaced. And if you don't recall how to get a hold of the plan, call your agent and your agent can help you or your broker. Now, if you get Medicare through the Railroad Retirement Board, call the Railroad Retirement Board to order a replacement Medicare card. And you should get your new card in the mail within about 30 days. And your Medicare card, Social Security card, and other health insurance cards are very important documents. So make sure to keep a photocopy of your important identification and insurance cards. Uh, write down any important numbers that you need, like your Medicare number, and keep everything in a really safe place so that you have a, a record for uh, future reference if anything gets lost. And also, if your Medicare card has been lost or stolen, uh, watch out for Medicare fraud because you can check your Medicare summary notices for services that you did not receive. And if you spot any uh, of these things, anything that you know looks fishy, uh, report them to the Inspector General's fraud hotline. And that fraud hotline for the Inspector General is 800 447 Four seven seven again to the Inspector General's fraud hotline. That's eight hundred four four seven eight four seven seven. So if if you lose it, uh, and that's your Medicare card, Social Security card, call Medicare or call Social Security. If it's your uh, health insurance card, call the health insurance company directly, and ask for a replacement. Many of them, you can just go online to the company's website and Medicare's website, and you can get that too. Uh, but if you do suspect fraud, you really want to get into the Inspector General's fraud hotline and reach out at 800-447-8477. So it's really important to keep an eye on your Medicare bills and any of your healthcare bills as they come in and review the services that uh, uh, you received. So if you went in and let's say you had, uh, I'm just going to pick something, a hip replacement. And also they said they uh, repaired your femur on the opposite side that, because it was broken. And if you didn't have the broken leg, but you had the hip replacement, there's something you know going on there. So you're going to want to reach out uh, to the first, to the hospital or whomever did the service. It could be an honest mistake. But if it looks like it was fraudulently done or things were done at other locations that you've never been to, uh, definitely you want to report that. <clears throat> and so with respect to Medicare fraud, uh, some tips on how to protect your health care information is really extremely important. And there's several things you can do to help prevent the Medicare fraud. So you want to protect your Medicare number and treat your Medicare card and, and number the same way you would a credit card number, really, and only give the Medicare number or your Social Security number to your doctors and other providers. Be careful when others ask for your Medicare number or offer free services if you provide your Medicare number. So if someone calls you up out of the blue and says, hey, you can get all this stuff for free, I just need your Medicare number, uh, you know, ask them for their name and their number and then uh, you know, really have it checked out because usually, or actually Medicare is never going to call you or anyone's going to call you and ask you for that. 
You want to protect your uh, medical information because uh, you want to be cautious if people other than your doctors or other medical professionals want to see your medical records or recommend services. You want to protect that information. And you want to learn more about Medicare's coverage rules. Be careful if a provider tells you there is a way to get Medicare to cover a service that is normally not covered. If it's not covered and it's really not covered, your doctor's not going to be able to get it covered. There's some exceptions out there that are medically necessary, but uh, they're not going to bend rules for doctors. And do not ever accept services that you do not need. So if a provider is is pressuring you to get into getting tests or other services you feel are unnecessary, uh, you can turn down care or ask to get a second opinion from another physician. And, you know, be skeptical. It doesn't hurt to be wary if a provider says Medicare will pay for services that do not sound medically necessary, you know, like mud treatment, Swedish massage, Uh, Dance classes are examples of services promised in the past fraud cases. I mean, it's crazy what what some folks will try to do to, you know, get money or pull the wool over somebody's eyes. Uh, You know, you want to use your best judgment and refer to Medicare coverage rules as needed. And protect yourself from Medicare fraud. And remember, Medicare will never contact you for your Medicare number or other personal information unless you've given them permission in advance. Medicare will never call you to sell you anything. You may get calls from people promising you things if you give them a Medicare number. Don't do it. Never do it. And Medicare will never visit you at your home. And Medicare can't enroll you over the phone unless you called first. So if you feel you're the victim of Medicare fraud, uh, report anything suspicious to Medicare. And if you uh, suspect fraud, simply call 1-800-MEDICARE. And, you know, don't be the victim out there. Don't fall prey for these, you know, folks that robocall us and you pick up the phone or email scams that come through because the fraud comes through in many different ways. And so you want to be careful as you're out there And you're navigating these waters because people are always seeming to try to get the information uh, from us. And anything they can do to grab additional information on us as individuals is always trying to aim at getting into one thing. And that's our bank accounts. So they can find a trail from somewhere in any one of these different things from healthcare, find out records about you, you know, poses you, get healthcare services based on you and, uh, you know, you live in the Pacific Northwest and somewhere in the New York, you're getting treatment for something else that you're not even in New York and you're back in the Pacific Northwest. So really be careful out there and limit, limit really where that card is and always store it somewhere and have a backup copy and know where your numbers are and put them in a safe place. And if you happen to have a, a, person that has a healthcare power of attorney or someone that's your healthcare advocate, you know, you want to let them know where those can be found, but you want to make sure that you really do have a good trust with that individual um, because it's so important to make sure you work with folks that are trusted individuals. So one of the best things to do 
is when you are coming into the to the world of Medicare or when you are already in the world of Medicare is is to work with trusted sources that always have your best interest at heart. And what's really interesting is uh, Dan Redler, who is the founder of We Know Medicare, uh, he always says, you know, something that's really eloquent. He says, we don't have a dog in the fight. And, you know, I say, well, Dan, what do you, what do you mean by that? And he goes, well, what I mean is our customer, the Medicare beneficiary or the dual eligible or whoever is coming into the Medicare space is who we're here to help with quality, affordable health care that's easy to access and simple to use. Like, sure. And he goes, so we don't, we're never beholden to one insurance company. The insurance companies are dependent and the choice of the insurance company and or the plan is dependent upon each individual's needs. So not having a dog in the fight is really meaning that there's a matrix of plans. You have needs. Yours is individual to someone else's needs. And so these plans are not a one size fits all and you need something that fits you. So when you have someone working on your behalf and all they care about is making sure you have the right plan that's best for you, that's working with a trusted advisor. We're going to take a break. We're going to go grab some coffee. We'll be right back. Stick around. No, we're not referring to roses, but everything you need to know about Medicare. We know Medicare. That's their name. If you're 65 or older, we know Medicare is your resource for Medicare insurance. We know Medicare specializes in all Medicare-related products because one size does not fit all. Changes in Medicare plans occur every year. What's Part D? What's Medicare supplement insurance? Does my current insurance cover my needs? Do I have to change doctors with my new insurance plans? Does the plan include prescriptions? There are many options out there. We Know Medicare can help you understand the differences and find the right plan for you. Their goal is to help protect your health and finances by choosing the right plan. What's in a name? Well, a lot with We Know Medicare, your advocate for health care needs. Learn more at WeKnowMedicare.org. Then call them and request a no-cost consultation. 877-346-2060. That's 877-346-2060. 877-346-2060. And now more of We Know Medicare with Dan Larry. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for sticking around. You know, I got an interesting uh, question that came in this week, and I really wanted to share it with you because I think it's it's you know it's very appropriate for where we're at in these these times. And uh, it comes in from a listener, Dustin. He's down in the Portland area. And Dustin says, hey, Dan, how does being an inpatient or an outpatient impact my Medicare coverage and health care costs? Well, that's, you know, that's really a great question. So, uh, you know, he, he's, he further went on in his question. And, and that first topic, I was like, wow, this is really great. I got to read more into it. And he's like, my wife's recent hospitalization was confusing for both of us. 
and we were having difficulty figuring out her bills. And how can we better understand Medicare coverage for hospital stays and how much services will cost us? Um, You know, again, this is really great questions here. And, you know, when you enter a hospital for treatment, you can be classified uh, as an inpatient or an outpatient. And your status affects Medicare's costs and coverage. Now, you're an inpatient if your attending physician has formally admitted you as an inpatient. Now, the only way to know if you are an inpatient is to ask, as there are no specific characteristics uh, of your hospital stay that automatically make you an inpatient. For example, an overnight stay in the hospital does not necessarily mean you are an inpatient. In general, doctors Doctors will admit you as an inpatient if they uh, expect that you will need to stay in the hospital for medically necessary inpatient level of care over two or more midnights. And if you, if you are not formally admitted as an inpatient, then you are considered a hospital outpatient. And even if you stay overnight, and there are a number of hospital services that are almost always provided as outpatient care, such as an emergency room visit or planned outpatient surgery. Now, observation services, sometimes called observation stats, are outpatient services, and they uh, include ongoing short-term treatment and assessment of whether you should be admitted as an inpatient or if you can be discharged. Now, although they may involve an overnight or longer stay, observation services are outpatient services. So it's important to ask your doctor about the services you receive and what your hospital status is. Since observation services are provided to you as an outpatient, your coverage and costs will be different from the coverage and costs if you were an inpatient. Now, the hospital should provide you with a notice if you uh, receive outpatient observation services for more than 24 hours. Now, this is called the Medicare Outpatient Observation Notice, or the MOON Notice. And this MOON Notice uh, that you are receiving outpatient observation services and explains why you are an outpatient. Now, your doctor should also explain this notice to you in person. And this notice is meant to reduce confusion that you may experience if you are in a hospital and unsure of your inpatient or outpatient service and status. So your Medicare Part A costs for a hospital care. So if you have original Medicare, and this is where I kind of will answer your financial part of the question. So you're either an inpatient, outpatient, or you're going to be observation services, which is outpatient. So if your Medicare Part A costs for hospital care. So if you have original Medicare, and I'm only going to talk about original Medicare here, uh, your hospital stay is covered by Part A hospital insurance. If you are a, hosp- if you are a hospital inpatient and by, and by Part B, that's your Medicare insurance, Uh, if you are a hospital outpatient. So if you're a hospital outpatient, it's going to be by your Part B. If you're in the hospital, you're going to be 
Part A. And so if you're a hospital inpatient, you first must meet the Part A hospital deductible, which is $1,600 for 2023 uh, at the beginning of each benefit period. So if you go out of the hospital uh, for and come back in uh, for another reason, you're going to pay that deductible again. Now, once you meet the deductible for that particular period, uh, you pay $0 for the six the first 60 days of inpatient care in each benefit period. Then uh, you'd owe $400 for, per day for days 61 through 90 in each benefit period. And then you would pay what's considered $800 for a lifetime reserve days after day 90. So you have 60 lifetime reserve days that you can only use once. And your Medicare Part B costs uh, for hospital care. So if you uh, receive physician services while in the hospital or uh, a hospital outpatient, then you will owe a 20% coinsurance of Medicare's approved amount for that care. Now, you typically owe a coinsurance amount for each medical service you receive uh, in the hospital after you meet your Part B deductible, which is 226 and 2023. Now, for example, you will have a separate coinsurance charges for x-rays, lab tests, and any physician services you receive. Now, physician services are include any time that you spent with a physician while you were in the hospital, even if that physician was not your primary doctor. So uh, if you have, Dustin, if you have a, a Medicare Advantage plan uh, and you have questions about that, you should contact your plan to learn what its costs are for hospital care. Uh, Medicare Advantage plans can have deductibles, daily co-payments for inpatient care, uh, as well as high co-payments for outpatient hospital services. So it's important to check with the plan to learn more about the costs you will owe. Uh, or, you know, reach out to us at uh, weknowmedicare.org uh, you, or call us at 877-346-2060, and we can certainly help you with that. It's really, really can be confusing. I know it's clear as mud, uh, but there are things that you really need to examine when you're on original Medicare because original Medicare really is basically like an 80-20 plan. And there's deductibles and you'll have these payments that you'll pay and there's no ceilings, there's no cap, there is no safety net. And there is some maximum out-of-pockets here and there, but you really want to look at uh, all of your options and not just original Medicare. However, it is a great plan and it is things for fits some folks. And so I wanted to uh, change gears here just a bit. And, you know, we talk about um, here you have, you're admitted to the hospital, you want to know what all the charges are and, and, you know, what are my deductibles? And you're trying to gauge your expenses and all of those things. So one thing that is really important is, is you want to always ensure that you get uh, quality health care. And it's extremely important. And, and there's steps you can take to help ensure that you get quality care from your healthcare providers. And, and for, existent, uh, for, for instance, you can ask questions, do your own research, get a second opinion, 
And keep in mind that you have the right to accept or refuse treatment. And I want to go over some questions with you that you can ask to help ensure that you receive quality care. Um, you know, no one's going to be, uh, you know, a stranger is not going to necessarily be your advocate until someone is made aware of it. But the one person that can always be your own healthcare advocate is yourself. So um, if your doc, say you're, you know, you've got a doctor and your doctor uh, gives you a diagnosis, uh, you're going to want to know several things. So, you know, you may want to write these down. Uh, what are my treatment options uh, and the benefits and risks of each option? Is there information about the condition that I should read about? Is there someone I could ask for a second or third opinion? And are there support groups for this condition that might help me gain additional insight? So, you know, that's if you get a diagnosis. But what if your doctor prescribes you a medication? You know, you want to know what's the medicine for? What's the intent for the treatment? How does it work? Will my insurance cover this prescribed drug? If not, are there other drugs that will work for me? Maybe a generic. Uh, if it is a name brand medication, generics are options. And is there a medical reason why I should not take the generic? And does the medication have any other ef effects, benefits, risks, side effects that I should be aware of? And are there any serious enough that I should ask for a second medical opinion? And when should I start to feel the benefits of the medication? And could the medication interact poorly with other medications I take, including over-the-counter drugs? And could a change in diet or special exercise have the same effect as the medication or increase its effectiveness? And are there options other than taking the medication? And what are the risks of foregoing this medication uh, to alternative solutions. And then, you know, if your doc doctor recommends surgery, why is this surgery procedure necessary? What are the benefits and risks? And what are the alternatives, such as medication, change in diet, exercise? And is there someone I could ask for a second or third opinion? And what if I decide not to have surgery? And other things is keep records of your doctor's visits and notes on what uh, you're told at each time, and make sure your doctors have copies of your advanced directives, power of attorney, and other documents that have related to your future healthcare needs. And if you think uh, healthcare provider is trying to pressure you into receiving unnecessary services or charging you uh, unusually high amounts or billing Medicare for services, they may be committing fraud. And as you know, you just reach out to 1-800-MEDICARE. And and, you know, those, those are things you really need to pay attention to because ensuring your own health care and what's going on for you is important. And you need to be, first and foremost, your own advocate. And I hope that when you receive this information, it really does help you. It's always a pleasure to talk to you and to give you this great information. We need to go take a break. We've got to pay for this show. We'll be right back. 
Listen in. No, we're not referring to roses, but everything you need to know about Medicare. We know Medicare. That's their name. If you're 65 or older, we know Medicare is your resource for Medicare insurance. We know Medicare specializes in all Medicare-related products because one size does not fit all. Changes in Medicare plans occur every year. What's Part D? What's Medicare supplement insurance? Does my current insurance cover my needs? Do I have to change doctors with my new insurance plans? Does the plan include prescriptions? There are many options out there. We know Medicare can help you understand the differences and find the right plan for you. Their goal is to help protect your health and finances by choosing the right plan. What's in a name? Well, a lot with We Know Medicare, your advocate for health care needs. Learn more at WeKnowMedicare.org. Then call them and request a no-cost consultation. 877-346-2060. That's 877-346-2060. 877-346-2060. And now, more of We Know Medicare with Dan Larry. Welcome back, everyone. You know, I wanted to stay on this topic of talking to healthcare providers and, and looking at medical bills, looking at fraud. And one of our listeners, uh, Josie, she's, uh, she's actually listening to us um, <clears throat> streaming and she's down in Los Angeles and Josie wants to know uh, what should I look for in selecting a doctor? Uh, So, you know, there's, there's really a lot to go on and and she's asking this because she's going to be moving and she's going to have to give up her current doctor. So there's two main types of doctors. There's primary care providers we hear that term of uh, the acronym PCPs, um, and they're specialists. So primary care providers provide your regular checkups and are often who you visit when you first become concerned about a symptom or problem. And specialists uh, handle particular issues that require specific knowledge uh, and or training. So it's helpful to have a PCP, a primary care physician, one uh, who you trust. Uh, who knows your medical history, who would ensure you receive routine preventative care, including screenings and healthy lifestyle counseling, explains your treatment options in clear language, uh, recommends and coordinates your care from the specialist. They keep track of your medications, including ones prescribed by other providers. That's why you're, so you're not cross-dosed or you're not taking some medication that can harm another medication or more importantly, yourself uh, helps you make informed decisions and helps you feel comfortable and more importantly, heard. And you may also want specialists who have some or all of the above attributes as well. I mean, uh, you know, I'm going to say from what I just you know, advised you, if they don't have that, you should look elsewhere for a specialist too. Um, it could, because if you're not comfortable, then your healthcare experience is not going to be what you want it to be. Now, there's a lot of questions you should ask to help find the right provider. And it's always great to take notes and, and you want to know, uh, does the doctor take your insurance <laughs> first and foremost? So 
uh, that is the participating provider for original Medicare or in the network for Medicare Advantage plan. And then even in these, what they call the PPOs, which are our hybrids of them, HMO, um, some of those, most of those have a network too. And you want to know, is the doctor taking new patients? Because even though the doctor might be in the, new, uh, in the network, they not, may not be taking new patients. And is it easy to get an appointment? And boy, you know, we've really heard that a lot prior to the pandemic. And since we've really are not impacted by it as much, uh, is the doctor taking uh, new patients? That's one thing. But how easy is it to get an appointment? Are you setting an appointment for four or five months out? Or can the doctor get you in when you need to be seen? <clears throat> and is the doctor board certified? And if they are, what field are they certified in? And what percent of the doctor's patients are older or have disabilities? Possibly that doctor uh, specializes in geriatrics. And <clears throat> should you consider seeing a doctor specialty trained to manage the health needs of older adults or a different kind of specialist who suits your particular health needs. And keep in mind that general care physicians and internists who work regularly with older patients or patients with disabilities can really also make great PCPs themselves. And they may, like I said, you know, your primary care physician has got to be the person that you trust. And does that doctor have a relationship with hospitals or other facilities that you'd like to go to? You know, sometimes you find the doctor, but they don't have what's called the hospital privileges at the hospital you want to go to. And so there's always going to be a round hole square peg situation there until they both can work together. Does the doctor explain things clearly to you? That's extremely important. And does the doctor listen to your concerns? And is the doctor's office easy to get to? And these are things that are starting to become really, yeah, no-brainer. That I want my doctor to listen to me. I want him to explain things clearly to me. Is the doctor's office really easy to get to? If you don't have a car, maybe it's close to public transportation. Maybe there's a plan that has transportation built in. And is the doctor willing to talk to you and your caregiver or your healthcare advocate to you about your care as well. And how about this? Are the doctor's office hours convenient for you? And does the doctor make house calls? And is the doctor available after hours or on weekends? And are there doctors available who speak my native language if it's not English? So make sure you do your research. Ask for referrals to doctors where possible. And you may also want to see if you can speak briefly to the doctor uh, before requesting a formal appointment. So, you know, Josie, there's a lot that, you know, you can ask and a lot that uh, someone who is a, a broker, has been a broker in the market for a long time, they're never going to tell you which doctor is best because no one knows which doctor is best for you. But they can aim you in the right direction of particular health care groups when you're looking at particular health plans and when you're looking at those plans, you're trying to align up the doctor and the network that doctor is in, especially when you're not in, uh, you're going outside of original Medicare. 
or even if you're looking at a Medicare supplement, you always want to make sure that you're aligning yourself with the right healthcare professionals and these providers because it's your health that is what's important. Quality, affordable healthcare that's easy to access and simple to use. And it's really as simple as that. And when you bring it down to that basic premise, um, even for yourself, and working with a trusted advisor, a, a really good broker, you're going to get to that information because what's going to happen is they're going to do a needs analysis with you and, and line up things. And if you don't have doctors, they're going to help you as you look through the plans and you find, okay, you want X, Y, Z, and you see, all right, here's the network. Then they can start aligning and seeing who's close to you. You can use other tools that are out there that grade physicians. And, um, you know, you can look at the hospital groups and the medical groups they're connected to as well. And there are some really uh, ones that are really respected out there in the community. And really, the way you get to those is working with someone that can help you navigate through all of that. And you can reach out to us at 877-346-2060. Again, that's 877-346-2060. Or go online and go to weknowmedicare.org. Look around the website. Um, If you want a consultation, you can just click the button and uh, send us an email. We'll get to you. Or you can always send me questions here for the show at questions at weknowmedicare.org. Dot org, and I'm happy to answer them on air. And some of those, sometimes people will have a question about a Medicare question, and it requires uh, the, a trusted advisor, one of the brokers, and we will um, connect you and reach back out to you uh, since you want to be contacted. And with that, just want to say one thing. Uh, no one should be calling you directly and offering you any kind of new health plans, offering you any kind of plan switching, offering you anything directly via phone or knocking on your door unless you have requested information and if someone is returning your phone call or you sent in something saying, I would like to find more information, please contact me. Uh, or uh, you have already had that conversation with someone over the phone and you have set up an appointment and possibly it's being done in your home. And so that individual will be coming to visit you in your home only because you've invited them in. So no one should cold call you and knock on your door and try to sell you uh, anything from Medicare or any kind of senior health plans. And you want to be aware of somebody doing that or doing it over the phone because there's a lot of fraud that goes on and those are actually illegal practices. And if you do find that, you call 1-800-MEDICARE and you, you know, file a complaint and get as much information as you can uh, on that particular individual so that uh, we can stop this from happening. So, you know, while you're out there, always protect yourself. And when you're doing that, making sure that, you are putting yourself in a position, especially when you're moving into a new area and you're working with these trusted advisors and you're lining up your doctors, watch your information that you that you have, your Medicare cards, your 
healthcare cards, social security card, anything else, protect them like your credit cards. And they're extremely important for you. And, and with this, in the last couple of minutes in this segment here, you know, the, always the one thing that we really do thrive on at We Know Medicare is always being able to assist folks in educating them on what their options are. Not what anybody should have based on, oh, there's a, an incentive program to sell more of these policies or there is a prize. First off, that's illegal to have prizes in the world of Medicare. <clears throat> but secondarily, when all you're focused on is what the client's needs are and what their best interests are, and you're working through a needs analysis and you're building a matrix, what's going to happen is, is you're going to get the plan that's going to suit your needs directly for you, that meets your prescription drugs that you need, maybe you don't, that your doctor aligns in, that any other benefit that you need is aligned in there. It's specifically for you. And the way you get that is to work with someone that you can trust and you you can work with the agents uh, at We Know Medicare and you can reach out at 877-346-2060. That's 877-346-2060 or go online to We Know Medicare. Dot org and we're glad to help you. Well, we're going to take a break. I'm going to go grab a cup of coffee and I'll be right back. What's in a name? No, we're not referring to roses, but everything you need to know about Medicare. We know Medicare. That's their name. If you're 65 or older, We Know Medicare is your resource for Medicare insurance. We Know Medicare specializes in all Medicare-related products because one size does not fit all. Changes in Medicare plans occur every year. What's Part D? What's Medicare supplement insurance? Does my current insurance cover my needs? Do I have to change doctors with my new insurance plans? Does the plan include prescriptions? There are many options out there. We Know Medicare can help you understand the differences and find the right plan for you. Their goal is to help protect your health and finances by choosing the right plan. What's in a name? Well, a lot with We Know Medicare, your advocate for health care needs. Learn more at WeKnowMedicare.org. Then call them and request a no-cost consultation. 877-346-2060. That's 877-346-2060. 877-346-2060. And now, more of We Know Medicare with Dan Larry. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for sticking around. You know, uh, coffee is really hot today at the studio, and whoo, burned my lips there for a second. Uh, you know, I, I always am trying to pick up news pieces and uh, find some sometimes obscure information or some things that are really interesting. Uh, but one thing I found really interesting, and, and it's one of my th- things that when I'm watching television <clears throat> and you're sitting there watching television in the evening and you're kind of watching some of the commercials and all of a sudden you're like, man, all these commercials seem to be, or most of these commercials seem to be about prescription drugs. It's so weird how there's so many commercials with 
prescription drugs in them. And so I'm like, there's got to be some kind of information out there. So I went looking for uh, information, news articles. And uh, what I found was that drugs with direct-to-consumer advertising make up more than half of the total amount spent on prescriptions by Medicare and people with Medicare. More than half. So there's a recent Government Accountability Office report that found that of the $560 billion that Medicare and people with Medicare spent on prescription drugs, now this is from a period of 2016 to 2018, so that took them a while to get all the data and study it, at more than half was spent on drugs that were advertised. And the report also looked at what types of medications were advertised most often and found that two-thirds of the advertisers' spending focused on just 39 drugs. And half went to promote newly marketed drugs and nearly half centered on drugs to treat chronic conditions. Now, the report looked at Medicare and beneficiary spending on medications covered by both Part D, that's prescription drug, and Part B, and found that of the top 10 drugs with the highest Medicare expenditures, four were also among the top 10 drugs in terms of direct-to-consumer advertising spending, including a blood pressure thinner, an arthritis medication, a cancer treatment, and a pain management medication. Uh, uh, Though this overlap, as well as changes to beneficiary uses and increases in advertising at particular times, suggests that advertising may contribute to the drug's use and spending amounts of people with Medicare. And the report also noted that other factors likely contributed to these changes. For example, the review found that Increases in unit prices and prescriber decision-making and promotions directed to prescribers may also impact beneficiary use on spending on certain drugs. So incentivizing physicians to, to prescribe you particular drugs. This is what this report that studied back in 2016 to 2018. So these findings raised questions about the direct-to-consumer advertising's impact on Medicare spending and drug utilization. And the U.S. is is one of the only countries in the world that allow direct-to-consumer advertising of prescription drugs products. And it's a controversial policy. And uh, groups, including the American Medical Association, have determined that the policy is having a negative impact and driving increased drug prices. Well, imagine that. You know, the top drugs that are being prescribed are the top drugs that are being advertised and that consumers are being driven to. So are we being programmed to look for these drugs, to ask for these drugs. We feel like we have these conditions, and maybe you do, and maybe it will help you. But it's really just interesting how 
we're one of very, very few countries that allows drug manufacturers to advertise and to tell us that that little pill will make you feel better. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. Everybody's got different conditions. But it's really interesting that $560 billion were spent on prescription drugs and more was spent on drugs that were advertised. That is crazy. That is crazy. And, and that's why, you know, medical debt in the U.S. is going crazy. And medical debt plagues many Americans and, you know, was really worsened by the COVID-19 pandemic and disproportionately affects people of color, uh, according to studies and surveys and articles. And this really a great thing, Becker's Healthcare has, has reported on this uh, numerous times. And there's, there's some really important numbers to know regarding uh, medical debt. And they're really astonishing numbers, and and they shouldn't be like this. Three in four Americans owe more than $2,000 in medical debt. And that was a survey by Discover Personal Loans. And eight in 10 Americans with existing medical debt from the survey said they chose to delay medical care because of the cost. And 37% have had to skip paying other bills because of medical debt. And also in the Discover Personal Loan Survey, 53% of those with existing medical debt said they have had to take on additional medical debt during the pandemic. And 63% of the respondents in this survey said they are anxious about paying for medical debt, while 47% are concerned about their health improving. And really, when you are in a stressed environment, mentally stressed because of your health, and and you have all of these medical bills too, that additional stress actually at times can worsen your conditions. Because you're stressing about everything else and you're stressing so much that your body's not able to start healing. And a survey by TransUnion Healthcare uh, found that 35% of patients with outstanding medical debt uh, bills deferred care in the last year because of unpaid debt. And TransUnion, we know who they are, but people deferring healthcare because They don't want to take on any more medical debt. I mean, that's crazy. We always hear about people cutting their pills in half or, you know, and, and, you know, pills over food, food over pills, healthcare over further medical debt. And so there's this medical debt collection, especially hurt black Americans. And 28% of black households have medical debt. And Bloomberg Magazine reported that 17% of white households have medical debt. And Americans' past due medical bills on U.S. credit files add up to $140 billion. And only less than 1% of the total revenue is brought into hospitals through billing tactics, such as garnishing wages, charging high interest rates, putting liens on homes, and suing patients. 
But these tactics are more commonly used against people of color. And, you know, healthcare has got to be absolutely colorless and available to everyone. And, and black patients aren't always informed about financial assistance, according to the Bloomberg study. And a Maryland Consumer Rights Coalition poll found that less than half of black respondents were aware of hospitals providing free or low-cost care for low-income patients. And this compares with 79% of white respondents. And in Wisconsin, hospital lawsuits for unpaid medical bills increased by 37% from 2001 to 2018. And that was a health affairs essay that found that. And the Wisconsin study also discovered that per 1,000 black residents, there were 1.86 lawsuits paid for for unpaid medical bills in 2018 compared to with 1.32 per 1,000 white residents. And RIP Medical Debt has recently partnered with, partnered with six organizations to help erase medical debt. And this charity has assisted in relieving uh, more than $5.5 billion in debt, according to its website. For every $1 donation, $1 is received. So take a look at them, review it, I'm not endorsing them. Um, they were listed in the Becker's Healthcare article, and it's called RIP Medical Debt, uh, and they work with uh, nonprofit organizations. And what now we're starting to see is that many hospitals and many medical groups are starting to have programs where folks can qualify for uh, reduced rates. Some of that's on a scale based on your income. But, you know, you always want to put yourself in a position where you're working with someone that can help you and guide you towards your medical care because you need quality, affordable health care, easy to access, simple to use. It's affordable, and that's something that you want to use because the physicians you work with, the nurses, the hospitals, everything works for you. So, it's important that you work with folks that want to work for you and with you and help, you know, show you the thing, the plans, the options that are available for you uh, in whatever County or whatever marketplace you live in. And it's important that you work with someone that has your best interest at heart. Be wary of those 800 numbers on the television commercials with quarterbacks and comedians, you know, work with folks that have local knowledge that are here for you that want to help you. And it's an honor and a privilege to be able to talk to you in this medium and to let you know there are people out there that have your best interests at heart. They don't work for the insurance companies. They work for you. They work with you and it's your best interest. You know, it's always an honor Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. Be good humans.
We hope you've enjoyed today's broadcast of We Know Medicare. We Know Medicare is a dedicated resource and advocate for Medicare eligibles and independent of both individual insurance companies and Medicare itself, allowing them to provide unbiased assistance to Medicare recipients in need of a quarterly health care plan. Visit WeKnowMedicare.org to learn more. That's WeKnowMedicare.org. And tune in next week for more We Know Medicare. This pre-recorded program is sponsored by We Know Medicare. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.